Stop it. Stop what? You're talking about me and Morse code. But you know what? Joke's on you, because I know Morse code. That is a disgusting ass. And it's unfortunate that we had that on our air live. That is disgusting. Hey, it's Tony Maz of 98.5 The Sports Hub, and you are listening to the Morse Code Podcast. Uh, all right, we're back. Episode uh, 140. <laughs> Episode 140 of the Morse Code Podcast. Uh, Dan Morse, Soapy Priap. Good to be back. Feels like it's been a while since uh, the two of us have been able to connect on this. I don't know what you're doing if you're watching the YouTube video. <laughs> I'm, giving, I'm giving signals. No, I know what you're doing. I just didn't know why you were doing it. Okay, sorry. Now. I'm in, I'm in a, a mood. Ah, sorry. I'm in a base um, running mood. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's good to be back. I was, uh, I was not on the last episode. I know it was just you and Jam. So uh, I haven't looked at the numbers. I assume it's somehow gotten negative plays uh, <laughs> since I wasn't there. Is it I've that looked. bad? I've it's looked and you're correct. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, we probably lost a lot of money last week. Yeah. Oh, Christ. Then we had Leahy on the episode before. I'm pretty sure. Yep. So if you're listening um, and you want to just like send us some money, that'd be much appreciated. <laughs> Venmos we'll are Venmos. definitely open. We'll put our Venmos in the show notes. <laughs> uh, do you think we would make any money if we went on OnlyFans? I, like didn't do anything sexual, just literally like posting right. similar to what we just recorded. Uh, yeah. And if we, if we just did, I don't know, just normal stuff throughout the day. I've been very yeah. curious me too, actually. Me too. I know this is nothing we plan to talk about, but like, I understand, like, uh, how can I phrase this the right way? People who are on OnlyFans who do like sex things will naturally get money just from like random weirdos. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, I don't know. You must need like some base of followers. But I guess if you have like Twitter, Instagram followers, you can just link your OnlyFans. And people will just tip you money. You are you still talking about the people who do the sex stuff or just normal stuff in in general? But I would assume more so on the sex stuff. Gotcha. Just from like creepo guys or girls. Yeah, yeah. Uh, again, I don't actually, know where we fall into this equation, but that's a good question. Like, no matter how hot you are, you have to start at zero at some point. So, like, how do you right. initially get that recognition? I mean, I How guess you it's like with, any, with any social media platform, if you're starting from zero on all platforms, I would assume you have to be like very attractive to get yeah. an initial following. If you were like, for example, if I don't know, someone like Kim Kardashian went on OnlyFans tomorrow, she would make, she could make a lot of money because she already has a big well-known, it's a household name. Yep. Um, I guess we're probably thinking more like Patreon. That's probably a good stepping stone for us. If we went on Patreon and anyone wanted to pay money to listen to us, that'd be a good gauge on if we should cross, dip our toes into OnlyFans and mm. spice it up a little bit more. Oops. Did your power just go out? <laughs> I think you're right about the uh, the cable bill. 
Yeah. The, uh, if you're watching, Soapy's actually kind of looks sick. You kind of look like you're like one of those like anonymous people like being interviewed for a documentary. <laughs> continue on. I can continue with or without. Yeah, no worries. Uh, for our audio listeners, nothing's changed. Oh, there we go. And we're back. Um, what was I going to say? So there, there's a lot going on right now. If you're listening to this the day it comes out, it's Tuesday, the 19th yep. of October. NBA starts up tonight. NFL's in full swing. MLB playoffs, as you can tell, Soapy still hasn't taken his jacket off from, from the game the other night. Uh, a lot, seriously, a lot going on. Oh, speaking of Patreon, um, we don't like to give out too much of our Kraken takes for free on the free show, but coming off a tough loss yeah. to the flyers. Here you go. We'll, anyways. I, I know. I know. We'll, we'll get into that later. Um, just not a lot of good things on the, on the crack in front so far, but we'll get into that later. You were at game three. Let's start there of uh, the Red Sox Houston Astros series. How was that experience? That was fun. Met up. Where later. were you sitting? You looked, were you up high? That was in yeah. monster seats. So just to the left of the monster, which is actually a really cool, like, it's a cool angle to see the monster seat home runs flying. I never realized um, how high up those seats were. Yeah, that was it was pretty dope. very cold. Uh, probably like the yeah. first real cold night of the year in New England. But yeah, it, it was sweet because like. Like, ultimately, I would like to sit in the green monster at some point, but to see mm-hmm. like just how fast those balls are coming in at those. Seats oh, yeah. was like crazy. Oh, yeah. Because JD smoked one. Yep. Um, and then I think it was Arroyo. Schwarber's homer one. went the other end, though, right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, mm. Let's see. I've been up there. I've been up to the monster seats for a regular yeah. season game. It's. I'll say this. It was kind of... Uh, it was cool. It was actually a little underwhelming. Like, once you get up there, it's kind of cool to be, like, up there. But it's... I guess outside of, like, catching a home run, it's probably the farthest seat away in the stadium, the highest seat in the stadium. So, you know what I mean? Like, it's really not a great, it's honestly, like it's kind of like a glorified, like bal like uh balcony seat or where like, were you on the left, the middle or the right in terms um, of like, um, uh, huh. towards the right. Well, actually no, towards the middle. I forgot. There's like kind of, it's split in half because there's like a concession in the middle. So there's some sort of breakup. So we were on the, if you're watching it from like the TV angle, we were on the right side. So I guess the left side actually. Okay. The monster. But again, I mean, it was a regular season game against like the Royals, I think. And it was cool to get up there. Um, but th- those, like, I would assume those playoff seats are very expensive. Yeah. Um, and you're honestly kind of like part of a big part of going to the games, especially playoff games is being part of the crowd. When you're in the monster seats, you're pretty much like isolated to your group. Like there's only, it's a very limited amount of people, which I guess is a good thing or a bad thing, depending on, you know, who you are, but. That's that's what I've always thought, because like in terms of getting involved in, in the loudness of the crowd, Mm -hmm. first of all, those seats aren't spaced nearly as closely as they are in the rest of the stadium. Cause they're all individual like stools, right? More or less. Yeah. And then you, everyone kind of has their own table or at least something to rest their arms on. Sort of. I think I think I we were kind of like standing room green monster. Yeah. Long story short, like we we didn't we just bought regular tickets. It was a mid-season game and then uh shout out Jad actually. Jad had a friend who was working there. Um and he 
he was like, Hey, there's, there's some standing room only space up by the monster. If you want to check it out. So we're like, yeah, sure. And, uh, that was pretty cool, but <laughs> funny story. Actually, it's like, we were up there and, uh, you know, we were having a good time, had a few, had a few cocktails and like these older guys in front of us, eventually they were like, like, Hey, just curious, like, you know, like how much did you, how much did you spend on these seats? And not really thinking about it. I was like, Oh no, like we actually didn't buy these seats. Like we had a friend who just like walked us up here and they're like, Oh, Oh, okay. In reality, they probably paid like $300 for those seats. <laughs> and like, we were literally a row behind them for free. So that was kind of awkward, but, uh, good game to be at a lot of, uh, a lot of offense, a lot of offense. Can't argue that one. Some would say bad pitching on the other side on the other side yeah yeah i i will say this is a serious take those games do make me nervous like when you when you unload like 10 12 runs mm-hmm. i kind of like to disperse my runs especially when you win what was it, like 12 3 the final yeah curious to see how what happens tonight I, oh you're saying as in like what if you wasted all those runs and then that's what i mean you don't get anything tonight like that yeah it's exactly gotcha. what i mean or kind of like uh kind of prematurely shoot your load from like an offensive standpoint mm. and then shoot blanks tonight. Oof. I have a hot take. I don't think they're going back to Houston. I Ooh. think they're going to win the next two at Fenway. I do. I well, think I'd yesterday was fan of that. Last night was awesome. Like those, like that's pretty demoralized. The last two games, just getting like getting down that big, that early, I think is just like so demoralizing and Houston has a great lineup, mm-hmm. but there, especially on the like game two in Houston, at least you could argue home field advantage and stuff and have the fans on your side last night. Like you're in hell in Boston, just, <laughs> just going down six, nothing in the second inning. I felt much more comfortable. I felt way more comfortable about the six run lead last night than the eight run lead in Houston. And I think they were both in the second or third inning. Yeah. I know last night was six runs in the second after the, the Schwarber on a three Oh pitch, which I've always said, excuse me, what nerds have always said, bad, which I've never understood. Mm-hmm. You know, you're getting a meatball on 3 0. Yeah. I, I would assume I'm going to crank this like <laughs> 600 feet. Like some of those 3 0 pitches are literally like 65 mile per hour fastballs right down the middle because you don't think they're going to swing. Right. And that's like Kyle Schwarber. Yeah. Mm-mm. That's when you Crushed. should swing. That was awesome. That's a fucking smoke. Um, I've always thought yeah, it would be, be funny. What happens. Imagine yeah, if, you know how they have that ladder on the green monster. Yeah. Imagine if they sold seating there. Yeah, that'd be fun to climb. <laughs> or uh, remember when, remember when the green monster used to have Coke bottles over it? Those yeah. They don't anymore. Hmm. That would be a good thing. That'd be a sweet place to catch a home run or Hanging fall to your Coke death bottle. Yeah, yeah. for sure. No, it was sure. sweet. Um, uh, crowd was just as loud as you would expect. Crowd was rocking. And, and it was like, considering that it was 6-0 in the second inning, Yeah, the crowd stayed into it like the whole game. Yeah. I couldn't oh, yeah. really tell if people left it, from, from what I could tell. Mm-hmm. Um, it was fun again to meet up with. So Duff Guy Pat, who oh, I geez. guess is technically our friend now. Technically. <laughs> Your words. But yeah, <laughs> um, it was him. It was uh, Jackie Van, who's also mm-hmm. in the Discord. But I didn't realize until a couple of days ago that he was from Houston, so he was oh, in okay. enemy territory 
flew in from Houston to go to this game. Um, Is he an Astros fan? Not really. <laughs> he's he's like a, as of three months ago, yeah. But just not a like Houston born fan. And raised. Yeah. Gotcha. That's so, cool. yeah, it was fun, dude. I I think seeing Altuve boot like he had an error and then yeah. he he misplayed a uh, a throw. That's a huge error. Catcher. Yeah, that was great to see because I because fuck that guy. He stinks. Yeah, yeah. he's a little rascal. That's one guy who he's been emailing me to get on the show, and I've said no. No chance. No, thank you, Jose. No, yeah. Polite. No way, Jose. Respectfully, no. <laughs> With all due respect, no way, Jose. <laughs> yeah, good call. I'm with you on that one. Pavetta tonight, right? Yep. I hope Leahy's listening. This is the most baseball we've talked this early in quite some time. Enthusiastically, no less. I, I, this is genuine. I'm excited yeah. about this series. This is fun. Playoff baseball is fun. Hot take. I think right before we hopped on, I looked at the Braves score. They were up 4-2. Yeah, I saw that. That'd be a great World Series. Yeah. I have an idea. Great content if me and Leahy went to the World Series. I, I No, I can't. I just can't. Physically. But <laughs> I have uh, an idea if the Braves and the Red Sox make it to the World Series. What? We have another friend who's from Atlanta. Ah, he's not coming here. Mm, I wouldn't. I wouldn't put it past him if there's enough CPFs. Yeah. Or vice are versa. About, are you talking about Julio Jones? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. Uh, I'm actually talking about Jermaine Dupree. Yeah, that's a good one too. I don't think he would show his face here either. Hmm. Anyway. Uh, uh, what else? Where do you want to transition? We got hoops. We got Patriots. We got funny stuff on the internet. Let's, Let's go. Pay- do... You had some Patriots takes, right? Yeah. I, I don't want to spend. I, I don't have much takes on this. Um, okay. Is it in regards to the Dallas game? Yeah, pretty much. Oh, boy. Go ahead. Florida okay. Games. So, unfortunately, or fortunately, I was coming back from my parents. So, I actually only oh, got to see the awesome. overtime. I was listening to it on the radio. <laughs> Uh, yeah. I will say this. I feel like I take the Patriots aren't very good. Hotter take the, the reason that I know that is because I feel like anytime that you it doesn't matter what sport or what team, if you go back yeah. and look at a bunch of games and you're like, uh, if we had just made this one play or in this other game, if this one call had just gone our way or yeah. if we had just made this one shot, we'd be four and two instead of two and four. I feel like anytime that you do that, you have a bad team because that just means that you lose close. No, I think, I think that means you have an underperforming team. Yeah. Like the, the, like, I don't know who else, who else is two and four. Like they're, they're bad. Like their record is bad. Um, I almost said like the Bengals Bengals are good. Uh, what do we got here? Quick standings. Hold on, please. You're two and four, but you're second in the AFC East. That was a big Buffalo loss last night, actually. Um, Could still sweep eight, them. Haven't played you them have yet. You're worse than the Steelers, worse than the Browns, tied with the Colts, worse than the Raiders, worse than the Broncos, worse than the Chiefs. Same record as the Eagles. <laughs> worse than the Bears. Worse than the Panthers. Worse than everyone in the NFC West. Yeah, they're just not very good. They're, they don't have a good record. But what I meant to say was like those other teams that are traditionally bad and are usually two and four, they don't say those things. You know, right. If different things happened 
yeah, whatever. But we're not going to take that serious. Patriots should be four and two. Like they going into the season, four and two would be an acceptable record. This is just bad. Like, if, like we I remember last week or last time I was on, we were sarcastically saying like, uh, like, yeah, actually like, you know, anal- like analytical nerds will say win loss matters. Ha ha. Like it does like you're two and four, like you are kind of screwed. That, you have to, you have to knock to out two in a row to get to 500 by week eight. You have to knock out two. Like it's going to be a stretch to get to 500 in the, by mid season. That's yeah. that sounds like last year. <laughs> this is what last year was. And soon it's going to be path talk. And it's way too early to have path talk or I too guess late my, rather to have path talk. Yeah. I, I mean, I guess my bigger point is that like a lot of teams will look back on close games and be like, Oh, we were, we were inches away from this being completely different. And I feel like if you're actually a good team and you pull out those wins, you, you never look back at those and be like, man, we almost lost this or we almost right. lost that. I know, what but you mean. Yeah. In, in the reverse situation, it's like, well, the reason that you didn't make those plays is because you're not capable of making those plays. It's not like, yeah, you're, you didn't make, <sighs> you didn't miss out on that stuff. Cause you're like, ah, oh, man, that, that was just kind of a fluke or a blip on the mm-hmm. radar. Like, no, that's just kind of who you are. All the stupid mistakes or stupid decision-making, it's, which it's, is hilarious that Bill Belichick is now in this situation to no one's going to take away the previous Super Bowls, obviously, but mm-hmm. people are like the gap between who is more important is getting bigger and oh, bigger. That's, by done. The week. that's done. Yeah, that, that's, that's, <clears> that's done. But it's that's getting a, like to a comic disparity. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And like you said, they're not going to take anything away from the last 20 years, but I will, I do think, let's say they continue on this path and finish the season. Let's say they finish. I don't even know what the new numbers are. What's two games above 500? 10 and eight. No. Nine can't be two, two games above 500. I I don't think. Whatever. Say they're like 10 and say they're 500. Fuck it. Say they're 500, which again, they're not on on path to be 500. Yeah, so say they're 500, which they also can't be. Right. 8.5 and 8.5. Dude, I hate this shit. Like, what a stupid (laughs) rule, like, to change it to 17 games. Okay, if they go 8, 8, and 1. Yeah, whatever. Like, football, (laughs) like, everybody knew football math, right? Yeah. 8 and 8, 9 and 7, 10 and 6, 11 and 5, 12 and 4. Whatever. You're an average team. I, honest to God, I really don't even think it makes a difference if they sneak into the playoffs or not. Let's say they miss the playoffs. I think two full seasons is a decent enough sample size to be like, this isn't a very well coached team. Yeah. Like Bill Belichick tricked y'all for like 20 years. And it's not saying he's like a bum, but I think he's a coach who needs good talent around him to be successful. And he just happened to have the best player of all time at the most important position for the last 20 years. Cause with that being said, it's like, there's been a lot of frustrating decisions. I think, I think a lot of decision-making that's really maybe exposed. Like I think Josh McDaniels has been exposed. Like Mm -hmm. people have been talking about his, his play calling for a long time, but I think Brady kind of covered it up for a couple of reasons. A he's good enough to cover it up. And B I saw this going around recently. It's like those clips of Tom Brady coming off the sideline just yelling at Josh McDaniels. Mm -hmm. Like I'm not like you're, you're an idiot. I'm not running these plays. Or literally just audibling at the line of scrimmage. I don't think Mac Jones really audibles. Like when Brady audibled, he made it known he was audibling. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? I just think he calls the plays, which again, it's not his fault. He's a rookie. I don't expect yeah. him to 
flip off Bill Belichick from from the huddle. Uh, that 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 Cowboys game was frustrating <laughs> because you should win that game. Yeah, no thanks. He just looks at his uh the play sheet on his wrist and <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> just tears it out and crumples it up and eats it. <laughs> uh, I uh, it's just like. I almost feel bad for him because it's like that that touchdown to Bourne was odd. Like that should be you should win that game. Yeah. Like I he deserves to win that game. The other one that's getting a little traction I've seen is that drop by Aguilar in overtime. That's a walk-off touchdown. Mm-hmm. That would have been very cool. Huge confidence booster. Eh, instead, we're gonna punt, give it to Dak, who's I think are at that time racked up 400 yards already. And uh just a cakewalk CD lamp touchdown to win getting walked off at home in football blows because i don't know did you see like the close-up like cd lamb just waving off jc that was that's so demora that's like that that doesn't happen to the patriots in like the last 20 years and it it should never happen like from the cowboys either a team that historically like stinks an underachiever absolutely and they tough one like i've listened to plenty of felger and maz this week there were plenty of times that the Cowboys tried to give the game game back to you. And like, they made mm-hmm. a lot of errors. Mm-hmm. What, what do you think was the worst or most egregious error decision-making on the Patriots part? Cause I think uh, it was the, the kneeling with one thirty to go in the half. Yeah. Yeah, I guess there's gotta be stuff closer to the actual end of the game though. I just like, there's just too many drives where it's like, I think they had another like three screen drive. Or like first and second down, the stupid ass screens. Uh, again, the tight ends were irrelevant, and mm-hmm. it's just there's no one you can really depend on to to make plays, and that's really. And I don't know if it was maybe us as fans overhyping this off season and and some of their acquisitions, but uh, they're it, it. I don't know. It, it's not great. That that drop by. Uh, uh, Nelson Aguilar was just like, all right, like this is, this is who we are. This is where this is going. And again, it's like, I'm not, I'm still going to watch every game. I hope they make the playoffs. I think they still can make the playoffs. I think they can beat the jets. I think it's jets and chargers, right? Next two yep. games. Oof. I don't know. Oh, beat the jets. like I said, the good news is they still play Buffalo twice and Buffalo's had already has two losses. Yeah. So those right now, I guess I, I would assume the most, I, I, like winning out your division is a is a must. Like they have to win. If they win out the division, that's huge. AKA two games against Buffalo. The others, I think, will, I think they'll beat Miami. I think they can beat the Jets again. Buffalo might be tough, but they just. I don't think they just. I don't think they're intimidating anymore. Like I don't think coming in. They haven't won at home. Like I don't think coming to Gillette anymore is what it used to be. <laughs> and I don't think like the Patriots coming into your stadium is what it used to be. They almost went to Houston and lost in lost uh so yeah i don't know i just i'm trying to stay positive i just think it's going to be a very long season dude if they lose to the jets next week i might be out i'm i might like pull a jim murray and get the nails and just call it a day <laughs> just go all in on my fantasy team see what we can do i just uh, remembered one yeah. final point yeah uh, <clears throat> the offensive line definitely isn't um exactly helping uh. Yeah, Mac Jones. Stink. Oh God, one I didn't great realize. hit on Mac Jones. We haven't that. Oh, oh boy, <laughs> dude. The, yeah, he got tattooed. 
bad. He really did. The the thing that I realized, or I was looking it up to see uh, the Pat's schedule. Yeah, I'm sure this happens, but it's pretty mm-hmm. late. They don't have a bye week until December 13th. Yeah, which I saw is... you post that. That's wild. Okay, so week that is 14. really late, right? Right. Yeah, that's insane. Usually, like, it ends I... in November, right? Yeah, I'm trying to think. It still that week 14 sounds absurd. That absurd. sounds crazy. That's that's like four fifths of the season. Yeah. So what do they come back and play three games? They they come back. Um, yeah, they come back off the bye week on December 20th. That's Christmas. Uh, that's absurd. <laughs> yeah. So basically, like if this keeps up, I know you played football in high school. Did you play with or against um, anyone whose like head was detached from their bodies? Because I feel like there's a couple of chance. guys. Yeah. Yeah. yeah OK. Yeah. So it's it's not unprecedented, but it's definitely not preferred. Oh, no, he's he has a chance to get killed. Yeah. I was like, damn, this guy has uh, it's going to be all gas, no breaks. As you like yeah. to say, uh, until till Christmas. Yeah, I don't know how the fuck schedule. he's going to survive. Jets, Chargers, Panthers. There's not a, there's not a gimme on the schedule. I'm definitely not counting the Jets as a gimme next week. Jets, Chargers, Panthers, Browns, who I think also stink. Uh, Falcons on Thursday night. Uh, what do we got? Titans. When the fuck do we play the Bills? Yeah, we don't play the Bills till December sixth. Oh, play them. Jeez. Then a little bye week and then. Play them again. Good point. Yeah. <laughs> Jets or excuse me, Bills Monday night bye week. Uh, and then uh hold on, where the heck is it? Oh, maybe this oh no, at Colts. Okay. Jeez Louise. Yeah, this this path is interesting. This is gonna be tough. They're gonna need a I remember last year the game was Baltimore. Remember when they beat Baltimore at that point? It was like, all right, we, we're kind of on a path now. And then they lost like a bunch of games uh, to someone, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know. Like, again, I, they're not much more fun to watch than last year. I think yeah. Max a little more fun to watch than cam, but it's frustrating. Cause like Mac will have a really good series and then they'll do one of their three and out drives on, you know, toss plays and dog shit screens and someone will drop a pass or something. Or Hunter Henry will will catch a three yard pass falling onto it falling onto the ground, wide open too for whatever reason. Uh, be a lot of uh, tip ball interceptions. Maybe it's just kind of been mm. hyper focused in the last couple weekends, but I feel like there's the one, a lot the one of Sunday was throws a ball that are yeah right. That's that's not great. That's as good as a drop. Yeah, like I can. That's worse than a drop actually. But it's like he's making Even nerds would agree with that. Yeah, it's just. God, that's so frustrating. I, I, I don't know. Do you think Mac Jones demands a trade at the trade <laughs> deadline? I can't play with these guys. Send me to, I don't know, somewhere. I like Miami. to, can I re enroll at Alabama? Yeah, can I just go back to school and like win another <laughs> national championship? Is that on the, on the table? Uh, what else? Any other NFL notes from this week? I'm trying to think, nothing really funny happened. Derrick Henry had another ridiculous game which I saw on Twitter brought up the, the screenshot of Derrick Henry's high school numbers again, <laughs> which is like borderline child abuse. Yeah. <laughs> he had like over like 300 carries his senior year. 
Imagine if he just put like the entire defense in the hospital. Maybe. I assume he probably did. Dude, what's scary about him is like running backs are so hard to gauge, maybe from like a fantasy perspective. He has he's shown no signs of slowing down. Mm. Like he's just getting more carries, somehow getting healthier and scoring more touchdowns. Stronger that's, and faster every week. Yeah, I don't quite I don't quite follow. Uh, but that's just kind of is what it is. I saw a thing today. He ran his run last night. He was clocked at like 20 something miles per hour, which they said was the fastest play of the season, which baffles my mind because someone that size with that like type of running ability, I never thought he'd even be in consideration for like the Tyree kill or like those guys type of like breakaway plays. Yeah, that's 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 quite literally like a car, a car going 20 miles per hour. I don't know if this is a hot take or not. Like, I wouldn't want to have to be tasked with having to stop <laughs> like a car going 20 miles per hour. I don't know. Honestly, if I had to choose, like, between st- tackling a car going, like, 10 miles per hour or Derrick Henry going 25, I might I might lean towards the car. It, <laughs> it would definitely be close. Yeah. That'd be a good one for, like, man versus uh, – what was that show called? Man versus Wild. Please. Sports science? Was, yeah, maybe that's, maybe that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> there wasn't a show where you had to like tackle. Running back versus car. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that show? Yeah, that's the one. I remember it was the show that had Chad Johnson race a horse. Oh. Or maybe that was just like a weird one-off thing. That he I think it was a weird on one-off thing. Because yeah. there was that yeah. other show, Pros versus Joes. But that was, that's, that's, that's that was that's two what I humans, though. Yeah. I guess you're one right. very good human and one Joseph like human. Yeah. I'm just looking at that thing. You just texted me. I, can you describe that play? Cause that <laughs> yeah. was, that was one good one that I saw. I don't think I saw this play. Uh, it was it chiefs <laughs> chiefs in Washington from over the weekend. Uh, shoot. Hold on. Patrick Mahomes is getting killed this year. Uh, yeah. So it's a pretty simple, I think it was chase young who got to him. Kind of drags him down, but Patrick Mahomes does throw it anyway for some reason. Lobs it up to one, two, three, four Washington defenders. One of the three catches it. And it's first and ten, WFD. Chiefs don't look great this year either. No, I can't believe but, that. But if they played Sunday, it'd be minus 14 and a half Chiefs. Open oh, my God. Without question. <laughs> I have way more confidence than them turning it around. Uh where are you at as far as like uh, like Super Bowl predictions and like power rankings and stuff? Mm. Shawnee O mentioned the Cardinals, I think, and I think the Rams preseason. They both look pretty good. Yeah. Cardinals. Are the Cardinals still the only undefeated? I think so. Yeah. Damn. Kyler has to be like head and shoulders, the MVP candidate. Maybe I, with I Lamar so. right behind them. Yeah. Lamar's tough to. Yeah. Arizona 6-0. and Rams 5-1. and uh tampa's five and one. Oh yeah and fucking brady too yeah pack packers are five and one after getting smoked week one to the saints <laughs> packers might be the best team in the league That's dallas the is team. five and one of course what, what would i equate the packers to in another league i would say the the packers remind me of the, the oakland a's hot take mm. the, the oakland a's of our childhood and no i know what you mean like like consistently in the playoffs but you just know they're never going to win the world series yeah i think they're or better do you than simply that. mean like the color schemes 
<laughs> no, I think they're better than that. But in the end, the right, result is the same. Yeah, I guess they they have like star power though. Yeah, aka for Aaron sure. Rodgers. Um, yeah, I guess I I think I don't know. Like, what's interesting is like I really don't put much of it on Aaron Rodgers because it's not like Aaron Rodgers has like shitty. He's not like Clayton Kershaw who like just shrinks in the playoffs. Right. I feel like he's still very good. He just either faces a really good team or Mike McCarthy, one of the two. <laughs> uh, that's tough losing a game to Mike McCarthy on the road or at home for the Patriots, but Mike McCarthy on the road. He stinks. I'm sure you heard his reaction. Mike McCarthy's? Yeah, his post-game press conference. I don't know. What do you say? I he saw basically, Maz ripping on him the other day. He yeah, does he was talking about how it was a – it was a huge win. They overcame a lot of obstacles. Um, they they fought back, yada, yada. The way he made it sound was like it was their biggest win of the season. And as mm. if this wasn't the post-Tom Brady Patriots, like he, he made it sound like he was going up against the 07 They're four-point favorites. Yeah, going into I don't know what the fuck he's talking about. And they won by, excuse me, a last-minute touchdown. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, Un, unserious franchise. Like they're 5-1, and one, but they're also, or are they 5-1? I think, uh-huh. yeah, mm-hmm. I, another team not to take seriously. I, no, I have a really 0% quick percent chance. I have a really quick question for you, mm-hmm. and I don't have an answer to this. Okay, if <laughs> we've kind of discussed it before, how many? Let's see here. Okay, yeah, choose your words carefully. Yeah, you have to give up four Patriots Super Bowls in exchange for that perfect season. So ah. you actually end up with, you actually end up with three total Super Bowls. Yeah, no chance. Cause you're giving four, getting back one. No, I think that's maybe if I was like a kid, but at this point it's like, I no way. Like I, I think people are weirdos who like hang on to stuff like that. Dude. I like, I don't even know if dolphins fans still like hang on to that at this point. I think it's been so long ago. Maybe Larry. Yeah, Sonka. that's true. Uh, I was just trying to. I, I don't know. It would have been cool for maybe a little bit, but I also equate it to the fact that with the Patriots, not to sound like whatever, but like after like the third one, it was like okay, like this is probably going to be the norm. We're going to be competitive in the conversation for a while. Like this mm-hmm. is the norm. If that was like like a one-off, like the Eagles or like a team that was kind of like a one-off Super Bowl champion. Maybe, but uh, I just think the perfect season was not, it's kind of just like a talking point. Like it makes no difference. Any of the other Super Bowls. Yeah. I thought losing that Super Bowl, I think it made losing that Super Bowl hurt a little more just because I think like going into that Super Bowl at the time, us drawing the Giants was like, like too good to be true. Mm -hmm. Like, wow. I think they were a wild card team that year. And we caught the Giants, and that was just like the ultimate trap game. But uh, no, I wouldn't do that. Why would you? I was trying to think of the scenario in which I would. And I like, feel what would like the, the benefit now be to having that? Like you would I, still I only, talk about that? Yeah, I only thought about it because um, like I recently saw the highlights of the <laughs> that stupid snowball 59 nothing game against the Titans. Sure. And, yeah. and I just thought about like, Every time I see highlights of uh, Randy Moss and Brady from from 07, 
Like yeah. the first thing I think of is how the fuck did this team not win the title? That's so a good like, point. if if I was to do it, I would keep the first Super Bowl. You have to keep that one, and I would mm-hmm. keep the obviously 07. and then I would keep probably twenty eight to three, because then you have basically one Super Bowl from every era or every like six to ten years, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's you natural keep the to un- split up into one. three. Yeah. yeah, they didn't. They didn't win one in the middle. That's the only yeah, way I would do it. That's a good one. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, what was I gonna say? I, I would like it for. It would be nice for. Not that Brady needs to add more to his legacy, but maybe for Randy, like Randy Moss retiring without a ring stinks. That yeah, that's the biggest thing. You know? And if his one ring was off an undefeated record season, even better. Not again. Not that he needs it either, but I think that would be cool. I think he would want that. Um, what else is going on? Thoughts on Ben Simmons situation? Uh, it's funny. It's hilarious. It's so good. It's so like, I, I, it really hit home with, and it took me a while this morning to figure out what's real and what wasn't. Cause a lot of this stuff didn't sound real. <laughs> like that photo of Ben Simmons at practice with his phone in his pocket, I didn't think was real. Turns out it was. I think the first one might was it yesterday when the story broke out about him not not participating in the huddle? Yeah. The team break at the end of the day. <laughs> I, I uh, just, Sixers I on know. three. Yeah. Nah. No thanks. I'm good. <laughs> ben, get in. Come on. Nah. I I don't want to be here at all. <laughs> and it's it's like Part of me says, like, what do you expect to happen? You knew he told you he didn't want to be here. Mm-hmm. You can't expect him to come in and just. I'm surprised. He, honestly, I'm surprised he showed up at all. Uh, I'm I'm still surprised they didn't figure something out prior to the first day of practice. From every angle, from the Sixers, from Ben, from Rich Paul, and from the teams who are interested in acquiring him. I don't know how you didn't get a deal done. Probably most of it's on Daryl Morey. I would think at this point with some of the story, like some of the trade off or declines that are coming out. I, I, on I thought worst case scenario was not having a deal done and him having to show up to practice. And I think this is definitely worse. I think like it proved to be worst case scenario. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine a day at work going any worse than how it went over the last 48 hours. Uh, it also got real. I think during Joel Embiid's interview too, when he's just like, I don't give a shit about this person. Like he can't Benson can't come back at this point. It's impossible. That was tough. Yeah, he can't come back. So you've got to figure something out today. If that story is true about, I think it was what, uh, Lonnie Walker and Deontay Murray for Ben Simmons and Maury said no. Like, that, I, I, I pulled the trigger immediately. If I'm getting a literal, uh, like, a player who understands the rules of basketball and can partake in the game, I would probably say yes. And maybe a second round draft pick. I don't know. Like, I just don't get what he's looking for. Yeah. I genuinely think he's waiting for like, like the Blazers to call and be like, Hey, Dame in a second for like Ben Simmons and someone else. Like that's, that's not going to happen. Like, who do you think's the best? Like, what do you think? Do you think we're like, is, and it's not like he's a free agent, so he's not deciding where he wants to go. Like, I don't know. I don't know what the option is. I don't know where he could go right now. Like if Maury's saying no to that, that Murray and Walker trade, I think I said this in our group chat today. It's like, 
GMs across the league are going to see that and be like, okay, I wasn't planning on offering anything that good. So I'm just obviously not going to waste my time <laughs> and like call. Like I was going to offer a second round pick and, you know, like a, a bench player or something. If you don't want that, then I'm just going to continue on with my day. The season starts in 12 minutes ago. <laughs> like what, what are we doing? Philly must play tomorrow, right? Uh, yeah. Yep. And that's what he's suspended can't for. Play. Sick. He must be pissed. I wonder. I don't know. What What if the whole Simmons for Kyrie thing happens? <laughs> what a I fucking story that would be. I would do that in a heartbeat. Both both sides of the table. That's yeah. a, that's a win win. Mm-hmm. Because you know neither of them are playing for their team, so you might as well trade them for each other. Right. And now Kyrie has actually come out and said that he's he doesn't have any intentions of actually retiring. No. Oh, they're gonna say get vaccinated. Uh, I, if I'm the Nets, I know Kyrie's not going to play for me. And if I'm the Sixers, I know Ben Simmons is going to play for me. There's no benefit to keeping either of them. Mm -hmm. Call it, call it a day. Take your chances. Your risk with Kyrie is he might, he might retire or he might just go full into this. Your risk with Ben Simmons is he's probably perceived as an asshole right now. And he's not very good. And he's overpaid. I, I think Kyrie wins in a landslide in that deal. Like with the team who gets Kyrie. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, obviously, I think he's a better player anyway. But with all the extra baggage, I really, I, I think Ben Simmons' baggage far outweighs Kyrie's at this point. If he's not in one of those vaccine-mandated states, I think he'll just be Kyrie. Yeah. Can't play at Brooklyn or at, oh, no, visiting players can play, can't they? <laughs> yeah. So you're good. You, you, that'd be a steal. I don't think... It's just such a weird scenario because in any other scenario, of course, Brooklyn wouldn't do that. But Brooklyn's one of two franchises who can employ Kyrie and they can't play him at home games. <laughs> so it's almost like the, it's the perfect trade. I would love to see that. Me too. Uh, and honestly, they're kind of good fits on each team. Yeah. Kyrie's a great fit in um, Philadelphia. And I think Ben Simmons is a great fit in Brooklyn. He doesn't have to play offense. You have two I of think the best defensive be players awesome in NBA history. Yeah. So that because that team, uh, I was saying, yeah, I think he would be an awesome fit for the Nets because, number one, he doesn't have to play offense. Nope. He, he is a really good passer. And number two, yep. that great team defender. doesn't really play defense. And no. he's a great defender. You have, you have great defense at the guard position, and you don't need to play offense. That's, the perf- that's about as perfect as a trade as you can do. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I can't imagine either party saying no to that. Maybe I was going to say maybe Brooklyn, but like, why you're just holding on to a player who refuses to play? Uh, oh boy. I don't know. Um, do you see Tatum got traded to the Lakers today? <laughs> Wearing number 24. <laughs> uh, I watched that fucking video and I hate that was the first thing that came to my mind was that that's going to be used by Laker fans on Twitter. I, I tweeted out today, like, I'm trying to find a way to respectfully say, like, I, I hate this. I think it's a terrible <laughs> look. I really hate it. Uh, I'm big Kobe fan, RIP, everything, but there's, there's no one else in the league who apparently everybody looks up to Kobe since they were born. Uh, that's come out in the last two years. There's mm-hmm. no one else you could find to do this commercial. Yeah, they should have had to put, like, uh, LeBron in a Larry Bird jersey or something. Oh boy, that'd be tough too. 
LeBron doing the steal against Detroit. Oh, boy. <laughs> and there's a steal by Bird. Yeah. Them putting LeBron in like that Dave Chappelle, like white face from Chappelle show <laughs> and doing Larry Bird impersonation. Oh, man. I still haven't watched that Chappelle stand up. I know I need to. Oh, rest in peace to Colin Powell. And I only say oh, this. I, I I don't. Go whatever. ahead. Colin right, Powell, okay. you're dead. Yeah, he died. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> I bring it up because it brought up the uh, the racial draft skit with oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> dude that one is yeah. so fucking funny i really need to rewatch that one <laughs> i at the time i was really never a fan of that one but that is like that's good comedy that yeah. was like peak 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 comedy where like everybody was on the table everybody got it having bill burr in those skits was so good too bill a burr young bill awesome. burr bill burr is great like man bill burr is a tough like Bill Burr is just not built for today's like comedians. No, unfortunately, because I like he's hilarious and he's like, I think we've talked about this multiple times, just like stand up comedy in general. I think it was like when he went on SNL. And at that point, it was like five years ago, five years prior to his SNL skit, that would have been perceived worldwide as just this is Bill Burr just being hilarious. And it was like everything but at the time. But uh, I just, I genuinely don't understand how to perceive stand-up comedy anymore. Like how we're, how people are supposed to, like how stand-up com- comedians are supposed to do stand-up comedy. That's exactly how what I was about to say. I don't yeah. know. How can you tell someone how to joke when, when we all bought like, the ticket the and we all of watched the, this? Who, yeah. right, who's like an eligible punchline? Right. You have to say like a knock-knock joke or something. <laughs> like most punchlines of a joke are aimed at something or someone. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's just, uh, it's well, there's a way to do it. Oh, no, no, no. I'm not. I know. I, I know what you're saying. Like, No, I'm saying my way to do it. Oh, that's the worst way to do it. <laughs> uh, that's never the way to do it. But you know what I mean? It's like I'm, I'm just trying to think of like well-known like stand-up acts or jokes where it's just like a neutral punchline. Like someone is the butt of the joke, obviously. It's really, yeah, it's really tough. There, there is one guy I watch who kind of does that, but it's a very niche market kind of. Yeah. Who? It's like uh, observational. Com- His name is Nate Bargatsian. I think he's really funny, but it's more like observational comedy where he, well, okay. Yeah, someone still has to be the butt of his joke and it's usually himself. That's what that's I was the say. only way that usually you can really it's usually it's either themselves or that person's race, religion, whatever, yeah. uh, you know, nationality, like Sebastian Miniscalo makes fun of Italian people. Mm-hmm. He's Italian, you know, um, Chris Rock will make fun of black people. Bill Burr will make fun of white people like, yep. you know, that that's a big part of it. I think it's when you go outside that realm where it can get now, especially nowadays, quote unquote, controversial. And again, there's a difference between jokes and just like being on stage, shitting on, like making fun of people. There is definitely a line. And I think that's obviously where it's at with Chappelle right now. Again, I haven't seen it. And I think it also- That's pretty much it. Yeah. I think it also gets into a different conversation when it becomes like repeated. Yeah. Like more than one stand up aimed at the same <laughs> group of people. 
it's like okay like are you telling jokes or are you just uh telling us how you feel about, about certain people because at this point it's not a joke it's kind of like your this is kind of like your mo like or it's kind of <laughs> like your narrative like dude you like, it was funny the first three netflix specials you've only okay, got a few specials to like try out some new content here you might yeah. want to yeah boy that's like that's my ultimate beef with it is uh-huh I, I can understand how someone can be offended. I wasn't because sure. it is stand-up comedy. But if you are, I can totally see why you would be because exactly as you said, without even having seen it, it's yeah. it's less like he's making jokes and more like he's trying to get people to like agree with him uh, mm-hmm. in his fight against like basically the internet and people yeah. that are trying to get him out of here. And it's like, yeah, yeah. Well, dude, are you, are you trying to be funny or are you trying to make a right. point? And if if people like laugh at the points that he's trying to make, then it's like, well, you're not really laughing at jokes anymore. You're kind of just it sounds like you're agreeing with him. Sort of. Yeah, I, I hear of. you. It's almost kind of like, you know, when like when a comedian will like single someone out in the crowd and like make fun of them. Yeah, that's funny once. But if you rattle off like six or seven jokes like an hour's worth of jokes of this one couple in the front row then it's like okay like are we are you still in your act or are you just like do you have a vendetta against this person <laughs> you're hammering them it's it's almost actually speaking <laughs> of dave Chappelle, it's like a nutty professor dave Chappelle's character nutty professor when he makes one pretty funny joke about sherman and they laugh it off the yeah. next one he says okay like the laughs are getting a little more uncomfortable and then it's just a montage of like the next half an hour of him just making fun of Sherman Clump for being fat. It's like, okay, like, are you trying to get a joke off or do you hate fat people? <laughs> like, what, are we, what are we doing here? That is a great character. Reggie. Women, women be shopping, baby. Yeah. <laughs> He's right. They do shop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, that, I mean, that's you don't even need to really watch a fucking special based on what you said. Well, that, that's what I'm afraid essentially of. Essentially what I it is. I don't want to be that person though, who just sees a viral clip and makes a judgment. Yeah. I do want to watch it. If the sand, if, it, if, it, if the routine stinks, it stinks, but I've heard it's funny. I've heard it's bad. I've heard multiple things. So I'll be the judge of that. But I think when you start say this, I mean, jokes, it naturally becomes less funny too. I think that's it. I think that's just the way it, it goes. Like it's almost like a watered down version of, like the Harvey Dent thing, like you live long enough to see yourself become the villain, not the villain. But if you put out 15 stand-up specials, you're going to run out of funny things to say, mm-hmm. especially I think when your peak was so high, like killing them softly. And for what it's worth are maybe the two greatest stand-up comedy specials I've ever seen. Yeah. Where do you go from there? You know, if you, and again, people forget, he also took like 10 years off in between. Imagine if he was just doing this consistently that whole time. Like by this point, they would just be so lame. I think Kevin Hart was the same way. Kevin Hart, and you've talked about this. Kevin Hart's first few stand-ups, I think, were awesome. And mm-hmm. then it's just you're just oversaturated. It's like you're running out of your like impressions are getting old, like the same like characters you, you know, storytell around are getting old. It's just it gets old. It's hard to do that for a long time. Kind of like uh kind of like the dunk contest. Like there's only, you're going to run out of stuff to do. And then mm-hmm. it just becomes routine and kind of lame. So uh, I don't know how that got brought up, but I know it's something <laughs> we've talked about before. So we're now Colin Powell. Our, Colin Powell. Yeah, that's right. I was going to say we're an hour into our NBA preview episode. Uh, 
<laughs> the 2021 season. Uh, the Ben Simmons, that's what we're talking about, Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons, hilarious, bro. I don't know where this is going. As a Celtics fan, I don't hate it. Uh, I hope it can persist and they're just mm-hmm. a mess. Uh, you know, if it's like Shake Milton and Tyrese Maxey at point guard in Philly, I feel pretty good about that. Yeah. But it's also, it, here's the other thing. It's like Ben Simmons is coming off a terrible stretch. I wouldn't mind, fa- from what I saw in the playoffs, I wouldn't mind facing that as a Celtics fan. I was going to say, we never had an issue even when he was on the team. I was going to say, it's, it's not an on-court <laughs> thing. To a different level, it's almost like with Kyrie. It's like, if Kyrie doesn't play, I still think the Nets are the best team in the East. Like, you mm-hmm. have two elite scores, two all-time scores. The way the NBA works now, it's like first team to 150. Like, and they, they, can, they can be that team any, any given night. Yeah. So, I don't think Kyrie makes a difference from a basketball perspective. That's why I think you're spot on. Kyrie for Ben Simmons, straight up. Make it happen. Uh, what, anything else from you on the NBA, any storylines you're looking forward to any, uh, only one good. I think it's very unfair and very mean of Giannis to have allegedly developed a jump shot. That seems very mean. That's almost as scary as Derrick Henry running 25 miles per hour in the open field. Like I thought we were just out here having fun and playing a game, but apparently he wants to like be really good. I think if he just has a go-to mid-range jump shot, that's scary. Mm-hmm. If he doesn't need to get in the paint to score, that's scary. If he can, I don't know, two for five, that's way too many shots. A couple of threes a game, one three a game. That's mm-hmm. that's interesting too. If he gets to the point where you have to respect him at three, that's scary for that Bucks team. Yeah, it's over. Because how the fuck would yeah, you defend it's it? Over. <laughs> it's over. Uh... If he goes from being the best interior player to a really good mid-range player to a respectable perimeter player, yeah, that's pretty scary. <laughs> that's that's pretty scary. You can tell, like, it looks different too because I noticed. Oh yeah, the shot looks faster, and his arms yep. aren't like he's less Rondo-like, mm-hmm. and his arms are actually his elbows are like tucked in, and I was like, oh fuck, yeah, he clearly. Uh, he didn't rest on his laurels as you're famous for doing. Yep. What are his MVP odds? I feel like he's just the, the best player. He's just like, I think he's the most valuable player for the majority of the last few years. Yeah. There's one MVP odd I really like. I think it was hard and it was like 2,500 or something crazy. That seems like good money considering I think Kevin Durant can get hurt at any given time. Yeah. James Harden plus 1800, but I know he was 25 at one point. (laughs) Russell Westbrook is Russell Westbrook has the same MVP odds as Anthony Davis. That doesn't make sense. That'll never, the third option is not going to win MVP on the Lakers. (laughs) Devin Booker is plus 2000. So here it is right now. This is a today. No, excuse me. I haven't fact checked that yet. This is from last Wednesday. Uh, Hold on. I don't think DraftKings has MVP odds, right? Uh, I was curious. I, I always have a tough time finding those four days ago. It, this is as close as we're going to get. All right. Um, Jesus Christ. The long shots higher than 2,500. Oh, I kind of like how they do this. Ignore. So they're, the, the sharps are saying, don't bet these long shots. Paul, Jesus. <laughs> Paul George at plus 4,000. 
Zion Williamson at plus 4,000. I'd agree with that. I'd agree with that, yeah. They're, oh, hopefully he's listening. They're going to tell you to bet the two they have that are good bets for long shots, both, both plus 3,000, Donovan Mitchell and Jason Tatum. Equal MVP odds. Wow. I, I, I like Jason Tatum as a dark horse MVP this year. Donovan Mitchell never crossed my mind. Like what, what is John, what can he do more than he's already done to, to get into the MVP conversation? They were a one C he's been the best player on a home court advantage team for definitely lot. They were the one seed last year, right? Yeah. And then the year before, I think they were pretty good. I don't, I don't see that happening at all. I'm going to say something life. that, that Leahy will like. Oh, that, Rudy Gobert, Depoy. <laughs> no, even if, uh, even if Donovan Mitchell has the best season of his career, the media is never going to be on his side enough for the narrative no. to for him to get no. the MVP. Like no one, no one, people pay way more name. attention to Tatum nationally than than Mitchell in terms of that MVP odds that you just listed. So yeah, that one seems ridiculous. Like who is the last non-household name to win MVP? Giannis, like going into a season, <laughs> the MVP is decided now. I who whoever's number one, it is. I, I would have said it was Jokic was the last non-household non oh, name. Yeah, yeah, you're right, actually. But that That's a good point. Last, That's a good point. But no, before right. last year, Derek Rose, maybe, was the mm-hmm. smallest maybe. name. Or most uh, so this is interesting. The contenders. This is anyone plus 1,000 through plus 2,500. The Sharps say don't bet LeBron. LeBron's plus 1,000. That I think that... Is, is interesting. That basically means LeBron's an MVP favorite. There can't be that many people less than plus a thousand. Mm-hmm. Dame's plus 12. Jokic is plus 14. Trey Young is 2000. Booker's 2000. Anthony Davis is 2500. To me, this says people think Anthony Davis is going to get hurt because if, if the season plays out, there's no way Trey Young and Devin Booker, I think, are higher MVP candidates than Anthony Davis. And Unless I don't they truly think Anthony he's Davis. just washed out by LeBron which is possible, yeah. but Devin Booker. No, Trey young, Trey young. No, an Atlanta Hawk is not going to win the MVP. Uh, they do. Here it is a good bet. James Harden plus 2,500. Absolutely. But that's gone down to 1800. I just want to see who's the favorite. Luca 425. Luke. I feel like Luca has been the MVP favorite every year for the last like three years. <laughs> KD seven, Embiid seven, Steph seven fifty. I don't think the Mavericks are going to be good enough for Luca to win it. Nah, this this website has their all out the the take out a second mortgage favorite is Giannis plus six fifty. I, I don't hate necessarily it. Necessarily disagree with that. Yeah, what's tough, and we talked about this. I feel like once you win once, let alone twice, I think they look at it. I think they're naturally going to compare it to your other MVP years. Yeah. Which I still think he can out outdo, like you said, especially with a jump shot. And now that the Bucks Bucks still have a good chance, I think, to finish as the once no no worse than a I think no worse than a two seed. And that I can't imagine anyone else being over the Nets or the Bucks yeah. next year. Not Philly. Maybe Boston, maybe Miami. Maybe Cleveland. <laughs> Uh, so I don't, I think maybe the magic, 
Yeah, Orlando's a sleeper team this year. I've, they're I've they're literally magicians and the Wizards. Oh, they could, fuck. I didn't think of that either. They could cast yeah. a few spells. That'd be a nice, that'd be a fun Eastern Conference Finals. Wizards Magic? Wizards Magic at, at Hogwarts. <laughs> Neutral site game. Neutral, yes. Yeah. Uh, Midnight Madness at Hogwarts. Yeah, I don't know. If I had to, if I had to, like, guess who wins MVP, again, I just think, like, since they've been talking about Luca so much, and since he's already the preseason favorite, Luca would have to have a pretty shitty year, I think, not to win it. But I do kind of like LeBron as, I don't even know, it seems weird to call LeBron a sleeper for MVP, but I, I do think there's a big year out of LeBron coming. Washed King, they call him. Mm-hmm. I don't think he likes all this not the best player in the league talk going around. Yeah, and maybe he just, this is the one that he gets that we look back on as was like, this is the final one, like towards the end of his career. Mm-hmm. When's the last time Brady won MVP? He won one pretty late, didn't he? I want to say 17. Yeah, it was. Hold, please. Thomas Edward Patrick Brady. Oh, boy. Most valuable player, 2017. Yeah. What was that year? The Eagles. Super Bowl loss. Oh, geez. That's right. Yeah, he was really good that year. I think LeBron, I mean, LeBron is definitely in his Brady years now. Yeah. Like these are like not quite, not only quite like the 40 plus years, but like the like Brady 38, 39 years, which is crazy comparing a football, an older football player to a younger basketball <laughs> player <laughs> as the younger basketball player not caught up to his age yet. But, uh, but yeah, the other thing about LeBron is like, kind of like we're talking about with Leahy in the group chat, he's like that, that hourglass is dwindling as far as like championship window. Like if he wants to add titles to his legacy, he's almost has to get one this year. Yeah. At least within the next two years. And I am curious as far as like storylines go, teams I'm most interested in, I think Lake outside of the Celtics, Lakers, I think have to be number one. Now that we kind of know where the Kyrie thing is going, uh, maybe Philly, but I'm very curious to see how this Lakers team operates. I think it could, it could go definitely go one of two ways. B- bad versus good okay. are those yeah. two ways. <laughs> Seriously, like LeBron and AD are great. Russ is good, but when was the last time Russ was no, uh, uh, number three? 2012 yeah like seriously i i don't know i I, and he still put up good numbers but he was second that year yeah he's i think he sneakily put up numbers Uh, i'll say his numbers don't correlate with winning uh the last like handful of years Mm -hmm. so it's gonna be curious how he how he meshes with that team because everyone around him you know like mellow dwight rondo Avery Bradley went to the Lakers, right? Um, Who's the youngest player on the Lakers? Taylor Horton Tucker. Yeah. <laughs> THT. THT. Yeah. They, they lost Caruso. They lost Caruso. Did they like did they draft? Do they have rookies? I don't know. Yeah. I don't, I don't think, think they know. I don't think they think I think they forfeit their draft pick to sign Trevor Ariza to an extension. 
No more uh, <coughs> Carlito Kuzma. I actually heard an interesting one the other day. I meant to ask you, but I want to look this up real quick. Um, and when I by I heard, I meant I wanted to ask you. Okay. But I do want to check one person's numbers before I do. Hold, please. Twelve. Okay. I maybe this is a hot take. If you're listening, just hold on one second. Typing something watching, into my smartphone. If you're watching, quite frankly, I don't care what you do. <laughs> Is 2021 Carmelo Anthony a superior upgrade to 2021 Kyle Kuzma? Oh, yeah. From an on, you think? Yeah. Hmm. Okay. I think that's asking a lot of the old man. I'd like to see what are his odds for um, MVP six man of the year or yeah, six man. Of the year. He's not going to start. I just saw their starting lineup for tonight and he's not in it. Ugh. Unless he's Spoiler alert. Changed his name. <laughs> THT to Russell Westbrook. <laughs> That's a good point. I actually, I think Mello in a LeBron team could be fun. If he just says, Hey, I'm cool. with just being a catch and shoot guy. That could be fun. Well, actually it's a six man catch and shoot and when he's in there with the twos he could he could still do a little mellow he can dribble and shoot as well yeah 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 fuck it let him dribble catch dribble and triple threat mellow yeah fuck do them all touch them all uh sixers will be interesting thoughts on the celtics feeling good i was until Uh, started popping up with some injuries again that fucking sucks. Yeah, Jalen Brown and, and Horford are both out with COVID still. <sighs> that's 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 a gut punch. Pretty that sure Jalen Brown is unvaccinated because he yep. never said that he was distinctly. Yep. So yep. that yep. makes me yep. think he's not. Uh, yeah, Al Horford that, is all is well man. that ends well. Yeah. I saw a good tweet that I think it was grainy and I didn't quote tweet it because what I said, I know would be one for him to respond to. I think he said, like, this is the deepest Celtics team. He's like, is this the deepest Celtics team since 2019? And I was like, maybe. But usually when you say something like that, (laughs) you look back a little farther than like two years ago. (laughs) I just thought it was really funny. Yeah, he's not not incorrect. Um, That's a weird thing to say. Yeah. I thought he was going to say since like the Paul Pierce era or something. Hold on. There, I meant to type in Greeny and make, I just typed I, in Danny Ainge. Uh, there's a wrong, metaphor that I can make I think it would get me canceled. Uh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Don't <laughs> do it. Uh, what did he say? You had a metaphor from what I just said about the Celtics being deep that would get you canceled? I'll just say it. Okay. It's like okay. being called the tallest midget. Oh. It's a compliment, sure, and it might be correct. Yeah, it's just not that. You, you could have said you could have said something way more cancelable than that. Yeah, along the same lines. Uh, maybe he deleted it. It was a terrible tweet. Actually, never mind. He's had like eight, twelve tweets in the last hour. I don't have time for this. But yeah, it's like maybe. I don't know. I guess, but that's just a weird thing to put out there. Yeah. Cool. 
Deepest like, team oh, since last year. Deepest team they've had in two years. Like, let's go. <laughs> I don't know. But I kind of agree with it. I do I do kind of like their roster. Yeah. I'd like it better, yeah, when Jalen Brown and Al Horford are back. So some would say getting the getting the virus is even better than being vaccinated. Hmm. Can't get it twice. Uh What's and up, we don't know the long-term effects of the vaccine. So Great move. Really good move. I'm sure Tatum would agree. I think uh I think Neesmith's been good in the preseason. So I'm really yeah, looking they, forward to seeing how him and Pritchard do in the regular season. Oh, me too. Those I two are wait. those two are honestly the the two I'm most intrigued by. I, I'd say Romeo too. A healthy yeah. Romeo Langford. Really I fun. could eat a lot of crow on Romeo Langford because I have not been like his biggest fan. Oh, I haven't like fair. shit on no. him or anything, but well, he's been he's been out. Yeah, so I was so, just like, yeah, move on. <laughs> but no, I'm, no I'm, it sounds like I'll give him a year. Yeah, yeah, definitely give him a year. Uh, it's not like like Nikhil Harry. I was ready to move on last year. Like I don't have any more chance. Actually, I think they probably came up around the same time. Is this Langford's third year? No, yeah. fourth. It's his third year. Third, yeah. So he's on the same time frame as Nikhil Harry. Uh, in a football sense. It's like Jerry Rice compared to Nikhil Harry um, as far as Romeo Langford on the court. So I do like their depth. Excuse me. I'm curious to see how a veteran like Al Horford plays into the mix when he's back. COVID negative. Tatum, I already said, I think is a dark horse MVP candidate. Uh, I think they're going to hover around the three or four seed. I think them in Miami are going to make jumps this year. I think we talked about this last time. Who's falling out of the playoffs? Maybe the Knicks. No, maybe who was like towards the end of the playoff seed last year. Oh, I forget that it's uh, that fucking play-in situation still. Yeah, I don't. We're not deal still, with that. but I forget that. Oh, that's Washington. Thing, yeah. yeah, Washington was the eighth seed. Uh, yeah, I do. Yeah, if 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 we're involved in the play-in, I'll call it a disappointing season. <laughs> That should, that should, that should, that's like this year with the Patriots are probably going to be week 17 is probably going to be a meaningful game, which isn't a good sign. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I hope that's not the case here. Um, who do you like in the finals this year? Hmm. Lakers. Remember, one from the East, one from the West. You always screw this up. Sure. Um... <laughs> Lakers and Clippers are not in this. Uh, they're in the same conference. Same building, but yes. Okay. Ah, damn it. It's okay. Take your time. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say Lakers and... Ugh. I think the Nets still find a way to get there. Yeah. With or without Kyrie. Because Harden was also uh. injured last year. So... Him having like a full healthy season under his belt, I'm pretty sure he's motivated and he like, he's the only one who seems like he's all business this offseason. Yeah. Seriously. Like KD got involved. KD, I, I stand by Kyrie, blah, blah, blah. We'll do what we need to do. You saw the Harden one and he's like, no, nah, I'm going to talk to him. Like he's, he's, he's focused on winning. Mm-hmm. He's not like in the LeBron camp of like, I need to win. But if he wants to get a ring, it's, it's with the Nets. Yeah, <laughs> like it's it's with this team, uh, and I do I do think he wants to get a ring. I, I've I've been 
kind of tough on Harden before, but uh, like kind of taking a step back and looking at it, like James Harden is awesome. Like James Harden is very good. Yeah. And I think I'd like, I don't want to see him go down as one of those great players. With I think that sucks. Like those great, those players who go down as great players without a ring. Hmm. Like that, that really doesn't help anyone like Barkley. Um, <laughs> probably Chris Paul, uh, <laughs> Mello. Patrick Chewing. Ah, I don't mind about that. <laughs> uh, but it's like, you look at the three I just named, I don't think all three of them are going to get a ring. So they okay. all kind of need to win around this time. I think Harden, Harden's clearly the best player out of those three. But I think Harden also probably has the best chance of getting. Well, maybe Mello technically has the best chance of getting one. But yeah, I, I like James Harden this year. I'm curious to see see what he does. Keeps his uh, Keeps his head on his shoulder. One thing that always blows my mind, like if I go a long time without seeing a James Harden interview, I, I often forget how truly ridiculous his beard is. Like for someone who plays pro basketball, that inter that interview, when he, they, they asked him if he talked to Kyrie and he said, no, his beard looked ridiculously long there. His was beard like was the past, one that answered the question. Yeah. <laughs> it was like going past his zipper, like on his, on his like sweatshirt. <laughs> I, that is, that's wild. He had it pulled I, over the mic. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's almost kind of, I would assume at this point, it's he understands it's like part of his brand. Maybe yeah. kind of like Anthony Davis's unibrow. I, I can't imagine it's something where it's like, you know, if I shave, like I'm not going to get any bitches or anything like that. I can't be helping him in that category. No. It certainly can't be helping him logistically playing the game of basketball. <laughs> that must be so annoying. Like I know you don't, you've never really like had, you know, a lot of facial hair, but I've gotten to the point where I've had like a lot of pretty scruff. It's, it's annoying. Like I hate it. I can't imagine playing a basketball at the highest level with like a six inch beard coming off my chin. <laughs> like, uh, like, like, it's not like it's like a birth defect. Like that's a voluntary thing. He's choosing to keep. I used to say the same thing with like like Ricky Williams as a running back with like dreads down to like your shoulders. Yeah. It does look cool. I'll give him that. It does look cool. But that how that can't possibly help you logistically on the field. I bet he's lost he's lost he's probably lost a hundred yards in his career simply due to his hair just getting like pulled back. Oh, I thought you were gonna say games. <laughs> no, maybe. I don't know, but <laughs> It's also like like wide receivers and corners wearing like like chains outside their jersey. Yeah. Like the Akib to leave Michael Crabtree thing. Like why? Like that can't possibly help you. You're Dude. you're asking to get your chain yanked off. And it's probably five hundred thousand dollars. Do you remember the uh, I think it was a running back who got his dreads yanked off? Yeah, I do. And uh whoever oh, tackled that was, him, oh, walked... you got like scalped. That was yeah. awesome. <laughs> whoever Whoever tackled him walked away. Yeah, I'm on it, it. Just looked like he had a couple snakes in his hand, like a dude. Like he a pair looked of... like, uh, yeah, that was bad. Uh, how can <laughs> I search for this? And if I back to Reds, ripped off. <laughs> Have you seen Inglorious Bastards? I haven't. Is there a football scene? No, but the premise is the Inglorious Bastards are the like Jewish soldiers who hunt Hitler and the Nazis, and what they do to like their goal is like kill Nazis and scalp. Like they collect scalps. Oh, so okay. they literally just yank Nazi Hell scalps. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. Jason Babin rips out Andre Ellington's dreadlocks. Yep. That's exactly the one. Andre Ellington had a nice, 
Nice head of hair on him. He ripped the dreads right out of Andre Ellington's head. I didn't even realize it, but they were great call by this announcer. Hold on. This is like a local like sport. Listen to this call. Yeah. Late in the third quarter of Sunday's game against the Cardinals, he ended up with a lot more than your average tackle. He ripped the dreads right out of Andre Ellington's head. I didn't even realize it, but they were stuck to my glove, Babin said. That is so savage. Ripped them right out of his head. I didn't even know I had them. Dude, this is fucked. He had like sticky gloves on. Yeah. was walking back to the huddle and said, what is this? What is this? Takes them off like, oh my god! What the hell is like a little kid getting like a lollipop stuck to their gloves? Oh boy! But that's what should happen. Like you're at like, what do you expect a defender to do? Like work around your dreads? Like no. What? Oh, what a problem to have. Very problematic hairstyle back in the days. I can't imagine, like, I just picture, like, the running backs coach seeing you come into the meeting every day just being like, just fucking, you're not making my job any <laughs> Like, I can recommend a barber. But uh, I don't know. Let me know. guess. You want me to call the halfback draw a little bit more this week, huh? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I've never had that problem, personally. Uh, we'll wrap up here. I know we're going a little bit, so. Uh, we probably talked a good 10 minutes of NBA preview today, so that's good. I, I Yeah, Lakers are going to the finals. I, I might go Bucks. I don't know. To your point, I think Giannis is on a mission. I love Giannis. I love NBA finals Giannis, so I'll take that all day. I yeah. hope he goes back. I hope he goes back and is just as happy as he was last year. Um, Kind of like Giannis for MVP, I just think probably – Probably Luca, especially if the Mavericks are good, which I think they can be. Um, if LeBron averages 25 points a game and really, really hammers that washed king hashtag, I think he can make a name for himself. It, it's gonna be his campaign. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of a lot of uh, I can envision a lot of tweets, a lot of like Bleacher Report LeBron highlights with him quote tweeting, not bad for a 36-year-old. I can see a lot of those incoming. Yeah. Not bad for a washed up kid from Akron. I can see a lot of those incoming. I think that might help sway the voters. So, uh, you know, I'm going to go, I'll go LeBron. Clean sweep LeBron. MVP, finals MVP. And And sixth uh, man. And sixth man. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So say the Raptors don't make the playoffs. Who does Drake ride with this year? That's the big question. Oh. Remember when he literally covered his like Warriors tattoo or like his Steph Curry tattoo during the finals? Yeah. Oh boy. Okay, he's such a whore. <laughs> he is really a little, <laughs> little slut. He is. I don't know because at this point now he's friends with Giannis or at least he's mentioned him in a song. Uh, if if somehow the fucking heat made it, oh, he'd be he loves that. Miami. That's easy money. Yeah, easy um, money. I'm trying to think of a case for him to come KD. on Boston. I don't think he has much of a case for Boston. No, unless he's like randomly friends with like Ime Adoka or something. But I can't really see any natural connection. Mm-mm. I still think some of the funniest photos of all time are Drake 
literally in Kentucky warmups, like in a layup line. <laughs> I still don't understand quite the context around that. Dude, they I, also under- the I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't understand how that wasn't uh, some sort of like NCAA thing. Yeah. Like if you have a, a, a millionaire rapper in warmup lines with you, I think a natural connect of the dot is he's giving these people money as well. There has <laughs> at to least, be at least at a minimum he's giving them all sneakers. If not, yeah. If not buying their mama house. Like there's there's gotta be I'm not like an FBI agent or a detective, but that seems like a lead if my yeah. if my if my job is to like bust an NCAA <laughs> violation. I'd bring Drake in for questioning. Mm-hmm. Um but anyway, had Kawhi in the video, so Clippers. Oh, Clippers. I'm going to go Clippers. Way too sexy, Kawhi. That was a weird time in music and sports. A weird time for music and sports to come together. <laughs> um, all right, yeah. Let's get out of here. We got Red Sox baseball, Nets. Lakers are tonight too, right? Yeah. I'm looking and, forward to that. Uh, again, if you want to see our cracking thoughts, that's on the Patreon. And... uh kraken.com lead lead writer for kraken.com i'll have my column up in the morning and uh hey hit your deadline please you've been a little late on the last few i know i know i don't want to have seattle time zone yeah it's those late games (laughs) i will say bro like those all kidding aside any those those jerseys do look clean as fuck anytime Mm -hmm. those come out they might that team probably stinks i haven't really kept up with them as much as i say i do but those you have the hat right slap oh yeah great hat and the and the kraken in my backyard <laughs> <laughs> the the replica kraken uh all right anything else from yeah. you before we sign off that's the original squid game yeah you should watch squid game before it's not a thing anymore so we can talk about it it's really i can do show. that all right it's just it's just, it's this up and coming show you should check it out <laughs> i uh i referred it to someone on facebook the other day um <laughs> all right we'll be back later this week see you guys next time Peace. Peace.